Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bishop Mortimer's Day Off, where y'all know the fucking routine. Every day is a day off when you're dealing with a bitch like me. So today, we're going to be talking about two topics. First, boundaries, because some of us have them, some of us don't, some of us struggle with enforcing them. We're going to cover all of that shit. And then the last part of the episode, we're going to talk about omniism. And some of you guys are like, what is omniism? Well, a couple weeks ago on TikTok, somebody asked me, what is my religion? And I told them I'm an omniist. So I'm going to describe to you guys, keeping a surface level, what being an omniist is. Because I know a lot of you guys will probably be like, I thought you said you practice hoodoo. Hoodoo is a way of life. Hoodoo is not a religion. Make sure you guys go listen to my episode, Spirituality 101, and you will get a deep dive and a surface level introduction to hoodoo and how you can begin. If you got the gems, you know where to start your path. If you didn't get the gems, it's time to do a little bit of deeper learning. So with that being said, let's get into boundaries. So first of all, one thing y'all should know, boundaries are non-negotiable. For me, as a recovering people pleaser, boundaries are still a work in progress for me. I have to admit, I can't be fake with y'all and be like, I have it all together because, bitch, I'm a work in progress. I'm the person who will create boundaries for myself and then not have the discipline or the courage to execute them. It always puts me into this like never-ending cycle of hating myself for disrespecting myself and not honoring the boundaries that I created in my head. It's not that you're a loser for not honoring your boundaries. You disrespected yourself. And if you don't honor your boundaries, why should anybody else have to? And that's something I'm still struggling with to this day, and it's crazy. But as I go further in my path, I'm realizing from my perspective, there are four types of boundaries we all need to have fulfilled in life. The four types of boundaries for me are, I need to have family boundaries. I need to have friend boundaries. Now, some people say like family and friends are the same thing, you know, because friends are a chosen family. Well, I'm just going to separate them. You have to have personal boundaries because before you should set boundaries with everybody else, you need to have boundaries of what you will and will not do for yourself. And then work boundaries because a job will take advantage of you if you allow them to. Work efficiently, be clean, be precise and keep it fucking moving. So now I'm going to give you guys a brief description with each boundary category I said. So with family boundaries, whew, most families aren't perfect. When you set boundaries within your family, it can cause a lot of drama. So be prepared. Disrupting toxic patterns that have lived and flourished inside of a family for generations will cause a storm at times in your life. When you're disrupting patterns that's been living in your family for like 20 and 30 years, the great aunties, the cousins all exhibit these toxic generational traumas and you become the person who is the speed bump in this long paths of trauma, oh, be prepared for the storm. But like I always tell people, storms are needed sometimes because what comes with storm? Rain. And what does rain do? Rain waters gardens for new flowers to grow. A storm is needed at times to wash away bullshit that no longer serves you too. You know, they will make you out to be the bad guy or girl. You know, they'll say you're acting funny. Oh, you change. But really, they're just mad that your newfound boundaries will cause them to change shit they got comfortable with. And that's just that. When you setting boundaries with family, be prepared for a storm. Because boundaries aren't easy with families. Because people are set in their ways. You know when they say that old quote, you can't teach an old dog new tricks? Bullshit. When people say that, they're just comfortable in their toxic ass old ways and they don't want to change. Everybody can change if they want to. It's a yes or no thing. If you got something you wanted out of it, your ass will change quick, fast, and in a hurry. So yes, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's do they want to. 
And if they don't want to, leave them where the fuck you found them. If it's family, distance yourself. You can love from a distance. The love is the same. You're just doing it from a distance. If you're the one always checking up, let them call you and see how much they miss you. Healthy convos go both ways. It's not just you making a call. And if you're listening to this and you don't make enough calls to your family, then you start calling them more. Call these people. Call your people every now and again. Say, lastly, when it comes to family boundaries, um, stop accepting bullshit just because they're family. If you wouldn't allow your friends to do certain things or say certain things to you, don't allow family to do so. Family is not enough of an excuse for disrespect. And I don't care what nobody says. Oh, they're family. Oh, it's my grandparents. Oh, it's my great-great-auntie. No. Disrespect is disrespect no matter what age it is. You set the bar for how people interact with you in this world. So it's very important. You can't let families just say any type of bullshit to you and get away with it. So now let's go to the next category, friend boundaries. You know, and I think with friend boundaries... It's important. Have those uncomfortable conversations. Stop expecting friends to fill your entire cup. You have to fill part of your cup too. Everybody is going through shit. Stop expecting friends to be 100% for you when you can't even be 100% for yourself. And have realistic expectations. Like you are busy sometimes. You can't always be there. Your friends can't always be there. And make sure they're emotionally available to handle when you need to uh, trauma dump or just vent to them. You know, make sure they can hold space for your shit, too, because if a person can't hold space for you when you need to vent to them, you don't want to get bad advice from somebody when you're in a moment where it's like, girl, I need to tell you about this shit that happened to me. And then they're giving you bad advice because they can't mentally hold what you're saying because they're drained, too. They're just too scared to tell y'all because y'all don't have those uncomfortable conversations. Set boundaries within friendships. Friendships that matter can always withstand boundaries because it's just mutual respect for each other. I would say also with boundaries, uh, be careful for those neutral friends. A friend who wants to play both sides is a double agent. It's like a double-edged sword, honey. You're going to get cut one way or another. And sometimes people say, oh, I like to stay neutral. And it could mean they're too mature for the bullshit on both sides. But, honey, there's a right and there's always a wrong. As an adult, we need to be able to pick the right and wrong. So that's why, personally for me, I don't do those neutral friends. Right is right and wrong is wrong. So if I'm wrong, I need you to be the type of friend that can call me out on my bullshit. Message! Be honest enough with me so you don't have me out here looking crazy. And for work boundaries, this is how I feel about work. Stop overdoing shit for jobs. Do what your job description says. No more, no less. Don't take hours for people who don't give a fuck about you. Don't go above and beyond in a workplace when you're not going to get paid more for it. Do what you're paid to do. Keep it moving. Don't make your job your entire life because like I always say, if you were to die today, say it's a Monday, if you were to die today, they're going to have your job listed by Thursday of the same week because guess what? Life goes on. Boundaries within the workplace are so important. Don't let them take advantage of your niceness. Don't let them use your kindness for weakness. Don't overgive too much of your life to a job. Because life goes fast. Don't make your personality your entire job. You are more than a job. You need a job for a livelihood. A lot of people get into these jobs and they start to exist and they stop living. There's a difference between existing and living. Something has to change. And it starts within you. So my thing for work boundaries is real simple. Don't give more to a job than what they're willing to give to you. Do your work. Do, be proficient. Be polite. Speak when spoken to. Do what you need to do and get the fuck out. You're there for money, not friends. That's my advice for workplace boundaries.
And lastly, like I was saying, before you make boundaries with anyone else, make them with yourself. When you're thinking of your personal boundaries today, how do you discipline yourself? Do you have a lack of motivation? I'm not asking you to go be a social butterfly and talk to everyone. Like I said, I'm not looking for perfection. I'm looking for progress. When I want to be in the bed all day and I'm like, oh, bitch, I'm not getting out of bed. This is one of those blah ass days. Like, fuck everything. I'm like, okay. Since my brain is telling me to fuck everything, now you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give a fuck about something. And it could be just one thing. And me just giving a fuck about one thing when my depressive brain is telling me not to is a win for me. Like I always tell people, honor your small wins. I'm not asking for y'all to uh, do a 10-page list, go to the grocery store, clean your house, you know, take a shot. I'm not asking y'all to do all that. Hell, if you could go to the grocery store and just get you something to eat, that's a win for me. If you just get up out of your bed and go take a shower, that is a win. I'm not asking for a marathon. Personal boundaries are important. You shouldn't be making boundaries with nobody else before you have boundaries with yourself. You know, a personal boundary can be not going on your phone for the first hour after you wake up. I don't want to see the latest tragedy on the news. I don't want to see the shade room right now because that ain't nothing but a cesspool of negativity. Ooh, those comments. Ooh, you know what a personal boundary can be? You can unfollow somebody on Facebook and then won't delete them as a friend. Then you refollow them when you want to see their shit again. So it's like there's all types of outlets you can do. A lot of people are like, ooh, social media is so negative. Bitch, what are you following? I made a different Instagram account a couple weeks back, and I made sure I was going to like nothing but the shit I was interested to, like the arts, the theater, and shit like that. And that's the only thing that pops up on my timeline. Now, my main page on Instagram, follow me, bishop.mortimer. Um, the Shade Room post be coming up, Bad Girls Club shit be coming up, because I like that shit on there. But on my other page... What you like will become your surroundings. So, you know, remember, boundaries are not for them. It's for you. Leave what doesn't serve you. If you feel awkward or uncomfortable, leave. We're no longer sitting and suffering in silence. If you just can't storm out and leave, you know what? I gotta excuse myself. I gotta go. And then leave, you know? You can leave politely. Shit, you don't gotta be a bitch to leave. If you don't take nothing from this episode... Bitch, work on your personal boundaries because you know why? Because you deserve it. You deserve to work on personal boundaries. The boundaries are so important. And how you set your boundaries dictates how people treat you. Message! So now we're going to pull a card from my cord cutting deck. Let me shuffle it. Ooh, that was a crisp shuffle. And pretty much my cord cutting cards have messages of things you can work on spiritually, emotionally, and physically. And so I'll pull a card and I'll read it on the podcast. You apply it to your life however, it, you know, it applies for you. And the cards of this episode. Okay, so this card reads, positive mindset, favorable results. This is what I take from this card. Change the way you think. You know, because a lot of people cross themselves up in their life because they speak more ill on their life than their haters even do. When people think of doing something outside of their comfort zone, oh, I can't do that. You sure can, because girl, guess what? You just spoke that shit over your life. Now, like I said in other episodes, I don't believe in that toxic positivity. You know, you know what you're strong in and you know what you're weak as fuck in. So let's not get it twisted. But like, you know, a positive mindset for favorable results can be like, you know what? I'm not strong in this area, but how can I learn? Learning on your own will is the best. I want y'all all who are listening to this point, think of it. How do you have a positive mindset when you're going after something, when you're trying to manifest something? 
Do you man? Do you be like you write your manifestations down? You know, do your spell work with them, and then that's it. Because spell work isn't enough. It's called work for a reason. How are you getting closer to your manifestations? I hope you just think doing a little spell and writing it down is it. That's not it. It's called spell work for a reason. Root work for a reason. Everybody hears the spell, but they take out the work. How are you working towards that? Oh, I did money magic. Okay, how are you getting closer to money? Oh, I don't know. I lit a candle and I thought the money's just going to come to me some way, somehow. So for some it will. But honey, put yourself where you can make money. You know, your higher power, your divine sources, you know, your angels, your saints, the gods and goddesses y'all worship only come forth if they see you doing the work. If they're going to come 50% of the way and you only come 25% of the way, bitch, you're still missing another 25%. So that's why I said positive mindset for favorable results. You got to be positively active to get those favorable results. You got to positively work to get those favorable results. Spell work and, you know, prayer work and religion and all that it's not a genie. Positive mindset, favorable results. How are you guys going to apply that to your life? So, yeah, that's today's uh, cord-cutting card of the episode. So now, on TikTok a couple weeks ago, probably two weeks around Easter, somebody asked me, well, what is my religion? Because y'all know I do like, you know, a lot of people be thinking I'm a witch and stuff like that. And I don't even correct them anymore because as long as I know the truth, that's all that matters. So people were like, well, what is your religion? Because, you know, I still do a little things within Christianity and stuff like that. Like I told y'all, I use a Moses as he's like my patron saint. You know, go watch the last episode. If you guys wonder about some Moses folklore, I did a, a little segment in the last episode about him. And I think a lot of people get confused because they'll see me still do a subtle Christian things, but they see me doing a lot of like African spirituality stuff, black spirituality mainly, hoodoo and shit like that, conjure root work. And they'll be like, well, bitch, what are you? <laughs> what the fuck do you practice? And I'm like, bitch, I'm everything. But honestly, um, I'm an omnius. I discovered Omniism about seven years ago, and pretty much Omniism is the respect for all religions and belief systems. Pretty much we respect everything. <clears throat> you know, if you're Jewish, if you're Catholic, if you do witchcraft, if you're Buddhist, whatever you do. Like I always say, if it brings you peace, that's all I need to know. That don't mean I'm going to do it with you, but if it brings you peace, that's good enough for me. So Omniism is the respect of all religions and belief systems. We believe no religion is the sole truth. But there is little pieces of truth in them all. So when I discovered Omniism, it really resonated with me because like, I was like, I feel that way. That pretty much spoke to how I feel about religion and people's spiritual practices. You know, like I have respect for all of them, but I don't feel like one of them is more truthful than the next. I feel like everybody's religion and spiritual practices, Christianity, if you're Pentecostal, Catholic, Greek Orthodox, um, Buddhist, you know, Muslim, you do a paganism, witchcraft, ATRs, Ifa, voodoo. I feel like everybody's practices have keys of the truth in them and everybody just split them apart and they take different paths. Because at the end of the day, with life, ain't none of us getting out alive anyway. So we're all going to end up at the same end destination. Some of us just take different paths. And that's what omniism is. And it gave me such a freedom with that outlook because I was like, okay. I realized since I was raised around, you know, very magical women, but they were Christian nonetheless. Instead of discarding Christianity, I deconstructed it. I took what resonated with me and I left everything else for everybody else. When you're deconstructing, I always say, take what resonates with you, 
Not what everyone else says should resonate with you. Religion is not a one size fit all. Spirituality is not a one size fit all. Also, Omni doesn't work so well for me because I'm a forever student. I love learning different paths of life, you know? Now, I said learning different paths, you know, different spiritual paths and religions to appreciate them, not appropriate them. There's a difference. Just because I like to learn different religions and spiritual paths doesn't mean I'm practicing them. So I need y'all to listen, those who like to uh, culturally appropriate. Also, when it comes to omnius and believing in omniism, I always like to make this metaphor when explaining omnius. Say, for an example, we're both heading to Walmart and I'm taking my car and you're taking yours. And you tell me to take Main Street to get me there. But I usually take 74th Street to get there. So you decide to still take your path and I take mine's. But guess what happens in the end? We both get to Walmart. We just took two different paths and that's okay. We took two different paths to get to the same destination. Now, in those paths, you know, in all of our lives, there will be trials and tribulations, but we will always get over the finish line one way or another. And lastly, when I tell anybody about me being an omnius, they'd be like, well, do you still, do that mean if you believe in everything, do you have, duh, I have the same creator that all y'all believe in, y'all just call him a different name. I don't need religion to give me these man-made concepts and rules to get closer to a divine source. True relationship is personal. I don't need the approval of a congregation, a church every Sunday, a minister, a priest, you know, a witch, a warlock to tell me my stuff is true. Like I tell people, um, seek a relationship with your creator no matter what you practice. Because the only way I can truly know myself is to know the person who created me. That's, you know, my divine source. Y'all see I do all this stuff, but I still have a divine source. Because that's unshakable to me. And my relationship with my divine source isn't like a Christian concept. It isn't like a nature concept. It's just my, it's personal. Like I tell people, seek relationship. Relationships are personal. You don't need approval for a relationship. I do what works for me and I let be everybody do their own shit. It's pretty much leave people the fuck alone. If they're comfortable practicing that, stop judging, leave them alone. If it brings them peace, that's all that matters. Message! That's what my omniism is. If that interests y'all, like I say, Google it, learn about it, and, you know, seek higher knowledge, seek relationship, and you will be good. So, yeah, I will see you guys next time at the same time, same place for another episode of Bishop Mortimer's Day Off. Don't forget to rate me, like, comment, and subscribe. Rate me four or five stars or whatever you deem worthy on whatever platform you're listening to Bishop Mortimer's Day Off on. If you got to this part of the episode, the key word I want y'all to DM me on Instagram, and I'll spam like y'all page if you're not private if you're private girl I, I can't do nothing for you however if your page is on public and you dm me the word of the episode i'll spam like your account if uh your page is private i'm gonna just thank you in a, a dm because yeah that's a lot to do like i'm not gonna request you and do like that's a lot so in the word of the episode is omniism that fits yeah omniism is the word of the episode so dm if you get to this point dm me omniism o-m-n-i-s-m so yeah thank you guys for listening and i'll see you guys next time at the same time same place and remember every day is a day off when you're dealing with a bitch like me bye y'all